but I do want to encourage you to just be a little bit more yourself always. I feel the exact same way, so I actually chose you as well. Two weeks ago, they were like, bring back that funk and stuff. And I tried to do that. Like, I don't think I would have won the challenge last week if I wasn't 110%. And that's just, like, me. This challenge was asked of us to be ourselves and not a character. And that 110 Jan is your character Jan. Like, fake Jan. I just, like, didn't feel like I was up there the entire time. That's just, like, was I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. were. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is I'm Dying. <laughs> Laganja. Raja O'Hara. Michelle Visage. Where are you, God? What's yours? <laughs> Jamal is back. Uh, Stan. Stoney's here. <laughs> Stoney's here too. Yes, girl. I'm just trying to snag the crown this week. So let me know how I did. Serving some Kylie swag. Yes, girl. Oh my gosh. How are you guys doing this week? This week is good. No complaints, <laughs> no updates. I've got some, um, well, we all know I retired my blog for funsies, but I'm still going to yes. do some things with friends and... I think I'm going to do like a fun customer service live sometime in August. Yeah. So um, that could be interesting. If any of you know listeners working in customer service, whether it's retail or call center or anything, you all probably have some interesting stories too. So um, I'm talking to listener Holly, hetero correspondent Nick, and also Canadian correspondent Nicole. So I'm going to figure out what that looks like. And have a little fun treat for you all soon. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I've always wanted to just like talk shit about like my customer service jobs anyway. So (laughs) this is going to be like great. (laughs) Yes, girl. Do you. (laughs) Self-care. That's right. (laughs) What about you, Stoney? What's going on over there? Um, It's going okay. I'm like, I have nothing to update on. Like, I guess my life is just so boring. I'm trying to think like... I guess Eddie's healed. He's back to being his bratty, devilish self. That's good, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here existing, so bye. Yes, girl. Just taking up space over here. The space is mine, bitch. That's right. Claimed. (laughs) (laughs) How are things in the Northwest? Oh, things are pretty good. Yeah, things are good. Nothing too much to update you guys on. Um, I've been continuing to watch the show Slasher that I recommended to you guys mm. last week. Oh, we so, need to watch that. Yeah, I watched. Well, now I finished season two, and it's like a whole new story, a mostly whole new cast. I think I don't think there was any crossover. Okay, there was maybe like one or two characters from the first uh, or two actresses from the first uh, series that made it into the second series, but they played like more minor roles. Mm-hmm. But so, uh, yeah, so it's a whole new story this season in season two. So uh, it's really good. That's awesome. Um, good TV is in right now. If it's you're too hot to go outside, watch a good show. I've been checking out the new American Horror Story stories. Stories, yeah. Yeah, I'm into it so far. So I'll have to write your show down too. Yeah. Yes, girl. 
all the horror movies. It sounds like we're almost ready for the the fall and Halloween. I'm, I'm so down. pumped about the new Halloween movie that's coming out. Yeah. So pumped. Yes, girl. Halloween in space, right? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what it's called. Slasher I think Halloween. it's called Halloween Kills or something. Oh. It's, Man, he's never going to die. It's going like, to be so good. Spoiler alert. He is never going Wait, to die. Wait, did you see the trailer? <laughs> have you seen the trailer to it? I feel like I might have seen it once, but I can't remember it enough to remember. Oh, it's very dramatic, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of. I remember that's kind of how the last movie was. Like that's, the trailer was really dramatic. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Let it burn. I know. Was Michael like, I'm dying, y'all. <laughs> I know you can't see it, but I'm dying. No, I'm just here for like badass, like Jamie Lee Curtis. She's like an old lady now, but she's just like, I'm going to fucking murder everyone. It's Stoney's future, actually, listeners. Yeah. That's why he's into it so much. <laughs> yeah, he's taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can feel it coming. I'm having like psychosis. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> Ooh, I have I do have a little piece of uh, drag queen internet drama. If you guys would like to have a little discussion, ooh, the tea is hot. Let's do it, yes, girl. So as you all know, last week Scarlet Envy uh, was eliminated from the program, uh, and she had tweeted a tweet that says, "Big mistake, huge. Good luck to everyone who didn't pull my lipstick." and and so then akira responded and she says from the bottom of my heart and jiggly and silky will tell you rewatching what really happened i have been beating myself up for pulling your lipstick with everything in me i'm sorry Hmm. interesting why are they taking back their votes I don't know, girl. Like, is there some uh, some riggery to get like Scarlet gone and not Jan? Well, it almost makes it sound like Jan was being shady or something, right? Is that what kind of a curious saying? I don't know. I wonder if they cut part of like the little talk outs that we didn't see. See, I'm not getting like, oh, Jan was being shady just because that's who they were up against. I'm just thinking maybe something I mean, with production. Something with production. I mean, what we saw from Scarlet that episode, she was kind of in the bottom. But I mean, who knows what hot production stirring so i'm not going to discredit anything anybody says until we learn more yeah and also like jamal and i were kind of talking about this today actually it was like we feel like drag race has gotten so to the point now where it's like it's obvious who the producers want to like go far because it's like akira like yeah she did bad but it's like i don't know jamal and i were like yeah they wanted to get rid of her for a while now like it's like common knowledge i feel like among the fans that it's like they're just getting rid of like people that well, they all the drivers like. podcasts are saying that so yeah that's a definitely a trend right definitely yeah and, and the story is pretty similar every week it always starts like before the title screen someone's like i'm tired of being in the bottom i this is gonna be my week and i'm gonna do the best <laughs> and then like they and then they win yeah <laughs> And then someone's else like someone else is like I've been in the bottom all this time. Like I just really hope that I can do something to get me out of the bottom. And then they get eliminated. Yeah. And then you add the all-stars layer on top of it 
because you have like a good batch of queens, you have to get really nitpicky and then try to see through that production filter and also interpret the queen's tweets online. Yeah, that's there's a lot going on. So remember to gather all of the details, listeners, before you start passing judgment. Yes, girl, especially don't be sending people hate. Even if you know what happened, don't be sending people hate. Correct. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into our actual episode here. Let's get into our honesty spill of the week. Uh, honesty. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our honesty spill of the week, where we are, of course, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that's going on in this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 6. We are chugging along like I'm starting, I'm reaching that point in the season where I'm losing count of like how many queens have gone home. Yeah, girl. Especially because we are still waiting for like the battle back or whatever the hell is going to be called for the queens to come back. Oh, is there a is there a game within a game this season? Yeah, it's very like um, you can't really tell like it's very subtle um, the game yeah. within a game theme. But I might have missed that. I feel like something is coming soon. Bitch, I'm gonna be so annoyed if the game within a game <laughs> is like, oh, Silky, you're in the top four now, or something like <laughs> where it's like they're gonna do like a final three and they're like, surprise, somebody came back for final four. It's like. I don't want to see that. Like, we need to bring them back very soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would think that by now, one of the queens would have already returned before it hits, like, the midpoint of the season. Right. Yeah, I mean, what if the what if the game within a game is just us having to deal with this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they're, like, going to be, like... Uh-uh. We're going to do like a whole nother season. Girl, stop. <laughs> Take it back. Yes. Why did you even put that out there? Double the length of the season. Double the pleasure. Oh, no. <laughs> They're like, it's season um, All-Star 6.5. All-Star 6, yes, 2.0. <laughs> and then we're going to All- crown the winner in 3.0. <laughs> All-Stars 6.5, the squeakwell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well... Thankfully, um, after the elimination of uh, Scarlet, uh, thankfully the girls congratulated Ginger Minge because those are the rules. Otherwise, there would be hell to pay. (laughs) Hey, you got to give the queens their props, you know, recognize everyone and then get back into the mess. Yes, girl, you must recognize the winner or you will be publicly shamed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You will be stoned. Yes, girl, I would like to be stoned. Ooh, same. If it's not green, I'm not interested. (laughs) So uh, Pandora removes the lipsticks from the box and reveals that the vote last week was a tie. Right down the middle. Could have gone either way. It really could have. Janice shook... It's crazy. Yeah. I wonder almost like what would have happened. Like wh- They both get eliminated. Do you think so? Double elimination. I think it was going to be like, I don't know who said it, but it was like a lip sync for your life situation. Um, I don't know. The queens were kind of speculating. I feel like almost maybe there would be a double elimination because there's that time where, um, gosh, I forget the queens already, but um, there was a double win. And then both of the lipsticks they happened to choose were the same, but two queens could have gone home, so we don't know. Right. Luckily, the producers all know who's picked and stuff, mm-hmm. so <laughs> they could just be like, "Well, that was a tie, so we'll just give it to um, uh, we'll give it to Kylie." I like if there are any RuPaul's Drag Race producers listening, we know that you're out there. Um, I would be curious to have 
a not messy, non-shady interview discussion here on TFC just to kind of get like the inner workings of like not all the tea but about the show but like how does putting together a show like RuPaul's Drag Race work like I'm super curious how these decisions are made yeah girl and I'm here for a mildly shady conversation with the producers yeah we can do mild shade mild to medium yeah yeah I'm gonna be turned up to mild shade so (laughs) Just so they know what they're getting themselves into, you know? You know how we roll on TFC. That's right, girl. Um, so as Jan has an internal breakdown, <laughs> she starts rocking back and forth on her stool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> after the girls expl- uh, tell her why that they voted for her, then they have to explain. This was so hard to watch because I feel like Jan is like, she's just being herself and everyone's like, you're too much though. And it's like telling somebody who... You know, they mean well, but they're very much one of those people. It's like you can only take in small doses, but you still have to like be nice and treat them like human beings. And I do think that they were having a good discussion. But for someone like Jan, who, in my opinion, I feel like that's her. It's hard to process because she's like, what am I doing wrong? And also, who didn't hug you like growing up? Like, <laughs> right. did you just not any of you not know nice people? Well, Here's my problem with the conversation, and I will be brief, but I hate how the judges are just like, Jan, shut the fuck up. You're annoying. And then meanwhile, like we, they go like another season, they they celebrate Candy Muse for being like loud and obnoxious (gasps) and let her do anything. And then Jan's like super excited and, you know, is loud and they hate her. I'm just like, it makes no fucking sense. That's true. I don't know. It, it is it's cra- it is interesting how they treat similar situations so differently. It's also interesting, too, because there are, like, we've all been hurt in our lives, listeners. It's okay to cry and to your Kleenex. Let those feelings everybody out. Everybody hurts. Yes, everybody hurts. Everybody but there are, like, nice everybody. people out there. Like... <laughs> <laughs> everybody hurts sometimes wait can, can we throw like some sarah mclaughlin in there <laughs> in the arms of an what? angel oh no not that one girl <laughs> but um like for me for example like i love to compliment my friends people i know and some people can take that as like fake but it's like i'm not just saying this shit to like gas you up for no reason like if i'm telling you something i mean it so if someone's saying like oh you know jamal's fake for this and this and oh he doesn't really mean that like what do you mean like why would i fucking tell you if i didn't mean it so for jan it's like what am i supposed to do besides myself this is how i've always been yeah i'm gonna start a leave jan alone video on youtube (laughs) i think you should please do it i'll help you make it (laughs) yes girl um so then rupaul comes in the workroom to do his obligatory klein epstein and parker suit plug Mm -hmm. and then he announces that in the maxi challenge this week the girls will be overacting in a spooky new mini series called Rumerican Horror Story Coven Girls. I'm here for it. Coven is my favorite season. Oh my gosh. I was excited about it. We'll get into how we felt about it, I'm sure. Yes, girl. Coven Girls. Put that bass in your walk. Put that spook Head in to your walk. Dough. <laughs> <laughs> Bibbidi yes, bobbidi boo. 
twirl, Make death, that drop, whole sap. boudoir talk. Oh, that's much better. Yes, girl. We gotta keep it a little witchy, you know? Yes. Woo-hoo. Good job. Gotta get the kids ready for Halloween. Hire us if you're listening, producers. Yeah. Hire us. Yes, girl. So the queens sit down to decide the roles. Kylie and Ginger both want to be the same queen supreme. So they rock, paper, scissors for the role again. And Ginger Minge loses again. Damn it, Ginger. (laughs) Have you seen the new merch she put out? No. She has a shirt that says rock, paper, scissors, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. I love that. I love that too. Yes. I would buy that shirt because I am very... (laughs) Rock, paper, scissors is a game of chance, but I feel like I always lose rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I would be ginger in this moment. (laughs) Shit. Yes, girl. (laughs) Uh, Then Angela Bassett ambushes the queens from the big screen, offering them some acting advice. Auntie Angela, are were either of you pretty familiar with Angela Bassett's like career or work at all? I mean, I know who she is and that she's on shows and stuff, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I knew I knew that she had played Tina Turner in the mm-hmm. in, oh, yeah. in a movie, so I understood yeah. uh, why they were asking about Tina Turner and her acting, how she like encompasses the role. Yeah, I've always been a fan of um, Angela Bassett. My first memory of Angela Bassett was the Tina Turner portrayal and that story and also Waiting to Exhale when Whitney Houston was still alive with some other great actresses. And she still looks the same. <laughs> she she still looks the same. For real. But my goodness, she was everything for me in American Horror Story Coven because that was her debut season and she played the voodoo priestess, so I was just connected to her for obvious reasons. But she, her character, she's already just a fabulous actress. And that character, she just took over the top. And I loved it so much. Yeah, she's always has really great characters in American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. I agree. Then the girls go to film this week's creature feature with Michelle and Ross. Uh, Most of the girls were portrayed to have a difficult time landing their lines. (laughs) There was a lot of bumps in the road, weren't there? Yeah, I blame the terrible script that they gave them. Read, study, say more. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. It was probably the unfunniest, like, I don't know if that's a word. It is now. Unfunniest uh, script I've seen in a long time. Like, really, it just... (laughs) One out of five stars. (laughs) uh, Most unfunniest. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, I'm giving it a zero out of five stars on Yelp. Oh, shit. Damn, zero. (laughs) Wow, I was going to say 0.5 stars. Damn, girl. I deleted the app, actually. It, it was, was just bad. rough. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's hard being a creative. We get it. Some things are going to go over well. Some things are not. But this was just not it. Like, I felt like the queens, they're going to do the best with what they have. But this was not the best. They could have done more, especially like this is All-Star 6. We know you have the budget. Play with the effects more. If we're really pulling things out of the queens, let's really take the scenes there. Yes, girl. <laughs> Oh, sorry, everyone. Stoney's bored on oh, the podcast. <laughs> I just yawned into the thing. <laughs> oh, my God. So, sorry, everybody, for being so boring. I guess I'll just apologize now. Wow. We're going to use that for a promo clip. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You can turn off the podcast. It's that boring. <laughs> wow. 
This is going to be a great podcast, I can tell. <laughs> I'm just tired. It's been a long week, and it's like 9 o'clock. I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah, girl. This is uh, our, uh, 9 o'clock on a Friday night after a full week of work. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Stony, we're going to put Stoney down with his baba after this. <laughs> You really should cut out the yawning. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to. Sorry. So, no, we have to keep <laughs> it. Once you learn how to edit, then you can do that. Ooh, shade rattles. <laughs> yeah, but until then, I get to leave all the shady parts in. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back to this episode, uh, Trinity does tell us about her ex, Jamal, who was a white witch. <laughs> and uh, he told her that if he couldn't have Trinity, then nobody else could. And then uh, then Eureka gets uh, a little <laughs> stubbed knee because they have this little love connection going on. First of all, I think it's so cute. Um, Trinity and Eureka's little relationship situation they have going on. And yes. yeah, the spirit of Jamal, I mean, go figure. I When I'm dead, it will be what I will do in my downtime <laughs> as a spirit is probably like trip people or just pull their steering wheel so they like crash into another car. Good only Lord. the assholes, though, like only to mean people. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I know how sensitive the um, the occult community is. So I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah. I mean, I not going to lie. Like I've been kind of digging into my ancestry and like looking into like paganism and things like that. I know it's different, but there are some things that correlate. So um, I understand a little, a little bit more than most. I'm not a professional or a super studied individual on the topic (laughs) by any means, but I, I know what you mean. (laughs) You know, you know, I'm just going to say it. And if y'all want to roast me, you can, but why is the witch got to be white? Oh yeah, so it's like um so white and black magic of course. <laughs> it's like good and bad, but yeah, why got to be white? Yeah, why is the bad one have to be the the black color, the dark color? Mhm. Huh? Maybe the white witches are the bad ones, huh? What huh? it is. Oh my gosh. All right, now that we're canceled, I guess I'll move on. <laughs> Yes. I love being canceled. Yes, girl. If you stay canceled, you don't got to get canceled. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and talk about the dumpster fire that is Rumerican Horror Story? What did you all think? Um, I would say that, first of all, Pandora Box says Myrtle Snow. Like, the costume was there. I enjoyed the look. I think that Trinity did a really good job. Like, if I look at all the queens across the board, I think Ginger stood out for me. Um, Ginger's a natural talent. Like, she's got it. She can work through any of this and just kind of make it entertaining. Trinity really, like... I see Trinity pushing herself, and Sony and I talk about this quite a bit off mic while we're watching the show. In her original season, she didn't really make connections and really get to know the queens. And because she's more comfortable that way this season, she's able to be more successful and comfortable in all the challenges, even to the point where she's helping her sisters. And I think that that's really cool for Trinity. Yeah, definitely Trinity has made... like Because I remember season six, her being really bad at acting challenges. That was like kind of the reason why she wasn't doing very well, even though she made it far. Mm-hmm. But... um so I'm really proud of her. I thought this challenge, like, I just, it was kind of like, where are the jokes? Because it was very, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know, just, it was hard to follow. It didn't make, like, a lot of sense. Like, it's very chaotic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, a lot of it was kind of like what we, we'd said this a little bit before, but it's like, you know, the, the storytelling is really, 
not there you mm-hmm. know like it was really hard to understand what like this whole thing was supposed to be about um yeah and i think that that hindered the queen's performance because they're of course michelle and ross are trying to do their job but um if the queens aren't fully like in my opinion if we're not fully understanding the flow or the feeling is not there i get that it's a challenge and you just kind of have to make it work but the queen's I don't think we're feeling very inspired with this. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I thought Kylie, like, she had a moment where she was struggling a little bit, but I thought that she did really good in the end. She looked just like Jessica Lang's character in, um, in Coven with those contacts and that wig. And I thought that she did end up turning it out. I'm happy that she did in the end because <laughs> I was worried. Yeah. And I liked Pandora's... I forget the character's name, but the character she portrayed in Myrtle Coven Snow. was... Myrtle, yeah. She did it. She looked really just like Myrtle. Yeah, the fashionista witch. <laughs> uh, that I wish hair, I could say iconic. the same about um, the Joan Crawford, but there was really no explanation as to why Joan Crawford was there. I feel like Drag Race and the gays in general, and I mean, I do it too because I love, you know, those references, of course, but we have to know when to put them away and let them collect a little dust and then bring them back out. So it's not just overdone. This, this reference is used like every season. That's why I did not like this part in the, uh, in the scene because I was like, this is played out girl. Mm -hmm. Like we get it. No more wire hangers. I got you girl. Like we've done that every season. (laughs) I did enjoy Jan's entrance. I mean, Jan's was Oh yeah. That was really good. I just, I get annoyed because they're like, now they're like, okay, Jan. It's like they want Jan to be like bipolar or something. It's Yo. like, okay, like Jan, like go really high now, Trigger and then warning. now I want you to go really low. It's like, look at that nasty fucker outside. Just, it's back. Oh no, the possums. Sorry, back. listeners. Oh god, da um, da 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 It's so gross. It's walking to the beat. Do you see it? Seth is here. I see it, girl. Okay. Well, let me go back. That possum just gave me the finger, girl. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just not here. He just said, fuck your couch. (laughs) I'm just not here for them treating Jan so poorly. Like, stop. It's so up and down because now, like, this week, they're like, well, last week, they're like, Jan, you're doing too much. And now they're like, well, now you can give us 110%. (laughs) Like, as soon as Jan goes to being, like, regular-ass Jan, everyone's going to be asking her what's wrong because that's what happens to, like, me. As soon as I'm quiet, everyone and their fucking grandmother is like, oh, well, what's wrong? You're so quiet today. Oh, the one moment I'm not up, now it's an issue. So I totally feel for Jan. Same. Also, like, I don't understand what was happening with Akira. I think Akira is just, and tell me how you all feel too, listeners and Stony and Seth, but I feel like she's just kind of getting in her head, rightfully so, because the producers and the show, it feels like they've been coming for her. So she's just trying to make the right moves. And I think now it's reached a point where she's kind of over, um, she's second guessing herself and it's like making her get in her head and the performance is not terrible the looks are not terrible but it's impacting her still to me it seemed kind of like she checked out yeah like like when when they were doing the filming of it and stuff like that like her energy just wasn't there like she did not seem focused and and definitely in her head her her inner saboteur was running wild yeah the show loves to talk about the inner saboteur and that is part of the challenge yes rue we get it but yeah um, yeah, it doesn't it it doesn't help when the show is like going against the queen because I think that Akira has been slighted in some moments. 
where she didn't Definitely. need to be. Yeah, and, and with Eureka, too, I feel like she was not portraying that character how I would env- envisioned it. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just, like, doing too much. Way too much. Um, and, you know, credit to Michelle and Ross. They know what they're talking about in these, in these settings. And it is for the queens. I mean, Eureka's on HBO. I mean, she's just interviewing queens. She's not acting or anything. But um, knowing to tone it, how to tone it down. I'm sure like all the rear girls have gone to like an acting class or two by this point. So just being able to take that direction. Yeah. And she got that critique from the judges too. Mm-hmm. And um, which is kind of hilarious because she's been like one of the most vocal ones on Jan about being too much. And now she's being too much. Look at the universe. That's how it works. <laughs> well, That's how it like works. she was being so loud. Like I could lit- literally hear the sound was destroyed. Like when she was, <laughs> when she was talking, I could hear it clipping because she was so loud. Like just, you could hear that it, the, um, um, that she was so loud that it blew out the microphones. Mm-hmm. And also, you can you can give energy, but we still have to know what you're saying. Like all I heard was, blah, blah, blah. I was like, "What did she just say?" Are we gonna get that every time? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was not a fan. I didn't think there was much of a plot or anything like that. And I guess I would just say to wrap this conversation up to the story uh, producers, uh, you clearly have no taste. <gasps> no, no. That was not a question. Ooh. Ooh. I mean. Sorry. I don't like it. It was bad. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, though. Sorry, not sorry. Honesty. <laughs> <laughs> this is your viewer feedback. The comment cards have been submitted. You're welcome. Yes, girl. All right. Let's go ahead and take a quick little break here, and then we will be right back to get into the runway. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. We're rolling, (laughs) rolling. No, you have to sing it right. I think he was singing the Limp Bizkit song. Yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. Unfortunately. Ah. (laughs) Gotta keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Game over sounds. Oh. Is it like it's like something like dun 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 justify? I don't know. I don't remember that. No, it's I been remember a long time the song since I listened to because my brother dun, listened dun, dun. to that all the time. Just dirty. He wore a dirty white t shirts so I didn't listen to much. Fred, and, yeah. Fred Durst. And he drank Vago. <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking? This in this rewind, in this throwback Thursday, girl. <laughs> we're, talking about, like, we're talking about Fred Durst. What the fuck? I know my head. You said Fago, and I just immediately my mind was like, oh, lean, like grape Fago and lean. Ooh, let's sniff some spice. Yeah, let's turn up for real. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back back again to bring you full coverage of the runway category this week is 
Oh my goth, Becky. Look at her boudoir. I'm here for this. You know, my uniform is all black, so um, bring it on. Yes, I'm here for black straps and titties. Ooh, lace and ass. Lots of tatas this episode. <laughs> yes, girl. Speaking of the 90s, uh, this kind of is giving me a little bit of scary spice. Oh, yeah. Kylie's look. This hair is very... Um, the hair piece, yeah. Yeah, the hair is coming back. Like, these little top knots that the queens are doing, just the two singular ones specifically, this is a trend right now across the world. If you remember, listeners... Um, trend alert. Trend alert. If you look <laughs> <laughs> if you look at Jan's patterns look, she had, like, two little purple poofs on the top of her head. That's very along the same lines as this. Um, everybody's doing it right now. Super cute on Kylie, though. This is a hot look. I like that the cross is over her vagina. Yep, right above it, actually. It's just like, enter if you wish, and then repent. (laughs) It's like some exorcist shit waiting to happen. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's fierce placement. (laughs) Yeah, this was definitely a very hot look. Mm -hmm. I, uh... I do like Jan's look. Didn't they do like a goth or scary runway in their season 12? Ooh, I can't think off the top of my head. Do you know, Stoney? I Um, feel like Jan has done... I can't remember if it was in her season or if it was on the Halloween special they did. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm getting them confused. Oh, she wore wore the pincushion look. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I saw her eyes and then I'm immediately taken back to the witchy runway from season 11. Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. I enjoyed this, though. I thought it wasn't like they thought it was borderline costumey, which I guess I can see that. But if you look at the goth community, there are different ways to kind of rep your goth fashions. And I've definitely seen some kooky things out there in my experiences. I mean, for me, it was the like coffin backpack. That was like the great thing with that. Yeah. Accessorizing. The trip pants. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think about Ginger's look here? I thought, I thought it was interesting. She had a little voodoo. I like the look. Like I'm a fan of lace. Um, and this dress was very Ginger. I love the wig and the bow, how it's placed. I thought it was a solid look for the category. More kind of romantic, classic goth. Yes, like with Ginger being so short, she just like looked like a life size like uh, Annabelle doll. Or oh something. my gosh, sitting on that couch and untucked. I know, especially on untucked. <laughs> that was oh, no. scary because she's so tiny. So I mean, in this dress, Stoney's yeah. absolutely right. Yes, girl. And also, Ginger Bell. Ginger Bell. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I want to watch that spinoff, girl. <laughs> just don't let the writers from this show do it. If no. I hear Ginger Bell anything, I'm coming with a lawyer. So y'all better come correct. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> also, apologies in advance if voodoo is an offensive term for you. Like, I don't know. That's just, you know, people call it a voodoo doll. And I know it's like Santeria, mm-hmm. not voodoo. Um, There's different, so just like, apologies. Branches. Yeah, yeah. In we advance, you know. We don't want to misrepresent anything. Yes, girl. Oh, Trinity. I thought she looked really pretty. This big ass tool like dress this is high drama for me i'm here for this um this is goth at it's like peak for me I, this i just see like this mistress who just went murdered her husband and now she's going to the store for some almond milk for her bath like she has to go get some fresh milk to warm up for the bath and she needs to get the blood off of her and this gown, like, it's just fierce, it's mysterious, it's a statement, 
And I like how um, she's got the boots in front, too. So it's not just a big dress. It could have looked really clunky if it was just a bunch of dress. So this was smart. Smart styling. I I feel like she's giving us Angela Bassett vibes with this look. I can see it with the dude, you know, eating, uh, meeting Auntie Angela. Definitely spiced up all the girls. (laughs) Yes, girl. Uh, Next, we have Eureka O'Hara giving you Bride of Frankenstein and Chucky. (laughs) What do you think, Stoney? I feel like I'm talking a lot. I thought this was okay. This was not my favorite look from Eureka. I thought it was just... I mean, she definitely did goth. I I just think it was... There's nothing about it that I was like thought was unique or interesting, I guess. like I, I think she completed the challenge is basically how I feel. It's like a safe look. Yeah. That's how I feel. It's nothing over the top. I mean, Eureka pulls great looks and... um. That hair is high. That's kind of like a Eureka signature, the tall wigs. But, you know, it it was cute. It was a safe look for me this week. Yes. You know what I do want to... I agree with everything that you guys said. But what I do want to compliment Eureka on is her wig. Because um, it's like this sort of like reddish wig. And she has like these little purple like uh, highlights in there. It's really hard to see. But if you like in Untucked, you can really tell with lighting in Untucked that that's what's happening. And I think that that was really like a creative way to give her hair depth. Good call out because that wig is really nice. I yeah. thought that the wig was really good. Yes, girl. Uh, Pandora Box, you know, this is definitely goth. For sure. Oh, yeah. This is giving me, like, European goth. Um, maybe she's a vampire. Um, I love I love the dress. I love the kind of veil and how it sits up. Just adding... This is thinking outside of the box, but also referencing, like, that classic style and the elements yeah. of the various forms of goth. Um, and I would expect nothing less from Pandora. Even yeah, down to like, the handkerchief in her hand. Oh, yeah. This is very classic Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of pandora's brand yeah Yeah. i like this i thought it was probably one of her better looks this season actually it's fitted she has a waist yes (laughs) good job girl you did it queen yes and then we have akiria who looks kind of like i don't know like a vampire slayer or something like that (laughs) she's something she's going to fight somebody but it's super fierce yeah it is i would definitely watch like a movie where she's kicking everyone's ass <laughs> yes girl and then last but not least we have raja o'hara in a very gothic look herself raja does this thing and again there's various forms of goth i like when raja pulls out her pants looks because it's very sexy and it's kind of like a raja signature she'll give you like a fierce pant fitted pant but um, I feel like we could have pushed this a little more. I thought she looked very pretty. The makeup and hair is stunning. But I kind of just wanted more detail on the outfit. Yeah. See, what I my my own I think this is definitely a safe look. But while we are talking about critiques, I think that this would be good with shorter hair, like down to her shoulders. Mm. I don't think the hair sh- needed to be that long, especially with um, how like the, the outfit sits so high on her. Yeah, and I think you're right. We needed something a little more bold and short to kind of highlight that fit. Yeah, like think Queen of the Damned, like along those lines. Yes, yes. And I do like that she was still able to keep her purple in there with her, like, with her plum pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like this look. I do think that... Like, I just love that Raja, like, this is her kind of her thing with, like, the pants and stuff. I just think it makes her unique, and that's, like, kind of her thing. Um, Spoiler alert. (laughs) 
Jamal, get out of here. I'm trying to speak here. This is my podcast. It was room. Sorry. Stoney's on his second wind. You know, he's yeah. ready to finish this podcast. I'm awake. I'm talking. <laughs> Don't ruin it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to disrespect you that way. Anyway, what I'm saying is I love Raja. She had a bad week. So leave Raja alone. Leave Raja alone. Yes, girl. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, that was the runway. Uh, Kylie Sonique does win the challenge. Good so job. Congratulations. Good job, Queen. Um, it was kind of hard to even like tell who should win because like it was not so great, like the scene, like we said. It was a tough call. I, I don't know why I thought it was going to go to Ginger, but I think it's just because with Ginger's just naturally really great actress, actor. Yeah. And um, it's. I'm not going to say it's easy for them, but she's just got this natural thing where it just comes out and you're always entertained. But I was really happy that Kylie rose to the top. Yeah, I think like the tops from the acting challenge would definitely be Kylie, Ginger, and Jan. Yeah, Kylie was really going for it. A lot of the queens had their issues filming, but she really took it there and took direction yeah. well and it paid off. <laughs> it did pay off, yeah. Two people that it did not pay off for are the bottom two, which are Akira and Raja. Ooh, deja vu. Yes, girl. I was kind of hoping to see someone besides Raja in the bottom. I was like hoping for Eureka, but mm. you know, they don't seem to be bullying her too much like they are the other um, queens of color. So I don't know. It is weird because I thought that Eureka would be in the bottom too because um, what did Raja had the lisp thing, but she still was right. like getting her lines. I feel like Eureka definitely kind of got a pass this week. She really kind of did not hit the mark with her um, her acting challenge and her look this week was kind of like just average at best. So it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I do feel like you could make a case for Eureka. It's just so hard to tell, like, in the editing, too, because it's like, were they just going for Raja? Because, like, yeah, she had the lisp thing, but other than that, I didn't feel like she did that bad. No. Right, and I, and I kind of liked her original lisp voice, too, and then they bullied her into not doing it for whatever reason that suited Michelle and Ross. Right, they want the queens to think outside of the box, and she had this character ready, and then they're like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> Right. So what of do course, you mean? You know, she like came in prepared with her character and then they're like, no, don't do it like that. This is the way we want it done. It's like, well, then maybe you should have put better instructions in, in the description of the character. Right. Don't try to trick the girls. Like you're allowed to give people explicit instructions and then see how they do. Like that's actually how jobs work. Right. <laughs> but like, um, they just set up Raja for failure, basically. Michelle and Ross. Right. I Yeah, I don't disagree. I The only way i could maybe see how they put raj in the bottom is her look was pretty like safer Safe, compared to yeah. some but i still thought that she looked gorgeous and i oh, still yeah. feel the same way you two do maybe eureka yes girl um so then it's time for all the girls to vote and jan is stressed <laughs> who's going home this week she hopes Akira. I mean, to me, this is the most obvious vote of all time because it's like, are you really going to send Raja home who has won challenges versus like Akira who's been in the bottom three times? Mm -hmm. Like, it, right. I don't know. It's almost like if the producers put her in the bottom enough, she'll just go home. <laughs> They'll just show up for the next day of filming and she won't be there. And also, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was on Untucked or not, but like, 
with um, Ginger being like, well, I'm going to hear Akira out. I'm just kind of like eye roll emoji because I'm just like, <laughs> like, please don't like just pretend just for the sake of it. Like, just be like, look, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Be, be honest. It's okay to be upfront. Like I get trying to like have emotional intelligence and make sure that everyone's like having a chance and feeling good and that you're being empathetic about everything. But Let's not yank the chain either. Yeah. And that was such a weird conversation, like in Untucked. I mean, most of the most of Untucked was pretty boring. I mean, they had uh, Pandora Box and Trinity in there for the longest time. I'm like literally like the two quietest queens on the cast. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, what do we talk about now? We're so happy yeah. we're safe. Uh, line producer. <laughs> uh, so back on the main stage, Kylie Sonique must lip sync for her legacy. The assassin this week is Manila Luzon. Hey, Manila. Good to see you. Yes, girl. Hey. I was listening on Clubhouse to some people talking about it, and they were like, Manila is not a lip sync assassin. <laughs> they, um, I feel like Manila would qualify. This is how I think the show is thinking about it. They would qualify Manila as a lip sync assassin because of her quirks and the comedy and she can make you like laugh. So like when we think as viewers lip sync assassin, it's very like, oh, the Cameron Michaels or hell, some of the moves that Kylie was throwing out tonight, all those backflips, split shit. Like, can she do that in front of me? Like, but the problem that's is the kind of strip show I'm trying to go to. The problem yeah. is do that like, on my face with yes. Manila. And this is the song that she got was not good for like doing the type of like lip sync that yes. would be funny. Exactly. And okay, maybe you yeah. could make dirty funny, but then you're also competing against Kylie, who's going to like basically do a yeah. a remix version of Christina's She's the embodiment video. of the song. And that <laughs> she literally that, looks like Christina Aguilera. With that with fucking her, like, outfit. Out. Oh my gosh. Like and untucked when she was like, I'm going to change my lip color. I was like, oh, this bitch is not playing. I mean, right. <laughs> I just could not keep my eyes off her damn tatas. Like, I was like, <laughs> what is going on? I love that design. Show um, show um, show <laughs> I love that I design. See. I love yeah. that design. She looks fierce, <laughs> and y'all know yellow is my color, so I was fully living. I thought it was also interesting how they like selectively blurred out her underboob. Oh yeah, because like that's I guess I can see why they did it, sure. But um what was I gonna say? Oh, Kylie. Sconey and I were talking about this about Kylie. She's just so fun to watch on the show. She needs like a spin-off or a reality show of her own. Yeah, she's just like, oh my gosh, I haven't gotten to perform like this in over a year, and RuPaul <laughs> believes in me, someone that I've looked up to forever. Like she's just so like, I feel like it's genuine, and she's yeah. also got this swag about her. It's, there's this kind of innocence about Kylie that I really enjoy. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to watch. I'm serious. Like I want to see like a reality show where she's like trying to find love, like. <laughs> She just moved to the big city and she's Don't like, do that to Kylie. Send her send her to Love Island. No. Uh, she I'm, was really good in the Brady Bunch parody. Did you guys yes. watch that? Yeah, we yeah, enjoyed that a so lot. So good. Yes, girl. I um Kylie wants Stoney wants to see Kylie um smooching with the trade. No, yes. I want to see Kylie like I want her I just want her on my fucking screen is what I want. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Bonk. Um all right. So Kylie does win the lip sync and Manila continues to lose on. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're wrong for that because she was eliminated off all stars you're wrong for that <laughs> but um boom Fuck that's you, your dad naomi. joke of the week naomi Life's smalls not fair <laughs> <laughs> Um, so because Kylie wins the limp sing, she gets to choose who gets the chop. And that queen is Akira C. Davenport. Uh, Akira. I feel like she knew it was coming, unfortunately. It was just a rough go. Drag Race, I hate that sometimes the queens just don't get their just due. But luckily, post-show and post the competition, the queens can still perform and give us life through their socials and online platforms. And Akira is definitely not going to disappoint us. Yes, girl. Can't wait to see what she does after this. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead and uh, throw this to Stony, and he can update us on the Fantasy League. So this week was very interesting on the Fantasy League because Ooh. a lot of things are happening. <laughs> Finally. Oh. So after, what is it, like six episodes? Six, yes, girl. After six full episodes, Jamal's in last place with 80 points. Damn. Yes, picking up the rear. And then Seth is just on my tail at second place, 130 points. Yes, I'm coming for you. And I'm in first place with... 140 points. <laughs> yes, girl. This is a 10-point race. I'm here for it. So, and it's getting interesting because I guess we should update everyone on who's on what team or whatever, but so yeah. Seth has Eureka, Jan, and Pandora Box, and Kylie. So you have all four of your team members still. Yes. And then Jamal has Trinity, because the carrier just got eliminated. So Jamal just has Trinity left. Jamal's whole team is almost eliminated? Yeah. Yeah, this is not looking good, listeners. And then I Dang. have Ginger and Raja. Yeah, that's it? Yeah. Wow, I got a good team, girl. And you even got to pick first. I know. Well, but there is a game within a game. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll see who comes back because... And I'm pretty sure it's going to be fucking Silky because... She said she wasn't no, coming back. No, she said she's not. Oh. I hope Akira comes back. Oh, really? I just assumed Silky was because she was on Twitter all the time tweeting. No, she said she wasn't coming back. She lied to us. No, maybe she did lie to us. Maybe she is coming back. Maybe that's Stay part of the tuned. game within a game. Listeners, yeah. I'm looking at the <laughs> participation on our fantasy score submissions, yeah. and I'm not seeing any new updates. So remember, you can go to our link tree or thanksforcomingpodcast.com, and you can follow along with this fantasy league. We are on episode six, so it might be too late to join now because cheating. But Yeah, it's too late to join, girl. Yeah, but um, hey, we tried. We like to do fun things like this for you. So, you know, in the future, remember you can participate this way and join us. Yes, girl. And don't forget to like and subscribe the podcast. Make sure you leave reviews. And if you want, you can leave us tips just to show your appreciation. Yes, thank you to everyone who's ever um, donated in the past. If you've donated already, forming words and sentences is very hard this week. But know that we um, appreciate you greatly. (laughs) Yes, girl. All right. Well, we'll be back, of course, next week with another All-Stars episode. This will be number seven next week. 
Mm. So get ready for that. But uh, until then, bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> uh,